on today's episode of Gathering the Kings. I always tell the employees the most money, the FU money, is in follow up money. And that's what the FU stands for. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. What's up, everybody? I'm Chaz Wolf, Gathering the Kings podcast. I'm your host. Today, I've got Mike Howard on the King stage. Mike, thanks for being How's here. How's it going, brother. guys? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Super interested in this conversation. Haven't had anybody from this industry on the show, so interested in, in getting some, some insight, man. But tell the listeners what you do. So I do a few things. I, I mean, I, I originally started with a cleaning company. That's kind of what got me started into entrepreneurship. And then I was working for a jet business for a while, for about two and a half years, and kind of just learned the ins and outs of business on my cleaning side, and then learned the aviation industry side of things. And one point there was a there's like an aha moment where I was like, dude, I could I could do this on my own. And I'm already doing a business on my own. I could do this jet industry on my own as well. And just went went all in. And haven't looked back since. We're four, coming up on year four right now of a jet setter. That's awesome, man. And so inside of Jet Setter, just, you know, quick, easy plug here. What is it that you do? What, 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 do, you, what do you offer? So we don't own any type of aircraft. What we do is we are from point A to point B. We'll get you on a private charter. Like I said, from point A to point B, you're just renting the aircraft for the trip that you have coming up. Or if you have a round trip, one way, whatever it is, we can help out with that. But you're not buying an aircraft. You're just renting it from us. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, I think that the, the at least the attention of the audience should be grasped because I think it's a pretty cool industry. And a lot of things, a lot of, I guess, maybe things that people would want to know of an industry. A lot of, we see, we see the, the people of the world that are flying these incredible pieces in it's man, what that would be like, you know? So I think that uh, we'll be able to give a little bit of that to the audience. I want to know before we jump into a little bit tactical and your story and stuff, why are you doing this, man? What's the bigger picture for you? What's your purpose? So it was funny when I first got into business and starting my own business. I, uh, I worked in the gym industry for like seven years. And this always comes back to the cleaning company. I had a cleaning lady who worked at the location that I was at. She wasn't making, she was making whatever minimum wage was at the time, 11 bucks, something like that here in California. And I just, she was there 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, getting the, getting the time and a half or whatever you get when you pass that 40 hours. But yeah. She was working six days, but they were kind of a different type of, they weren't corporate. It was more of a small business. So they were cutting corners, making her work seven days and stuff. And I'm like, man, how can I get her out of this? She was like my main focus. Like I didn't even, I didn't have a family at the time. I didn't have any, well, I have, I just got married, but I didn't have kids at the time. So it was like, right. man, my main focus was that lady right there. So I ended up thinking like, man, what can I do for the first business? My dad's like, Hey, if you ever want to start a business, come out with me with a business plan. And I was like, all right, cleaning. He's like, you never cleaned your room when you were younger. What do you mean cleaning? Yeah. Like, You're right. Right. I said, but I think we can dive into this because I just transitioned into the jet charters for a actual company before I went in with myself. And I was right. like, man, I can come back and I can take all these crunches over. 
and like undercut what they are because I'm cool with the owner still. I left on on good terms and everything. So my first employee was that lady and gave her a raise, got her started, had her work in normal hours, not seven days a week, working five. So she had time with her family and stuff. And ever since then, my main focus was like helping individuals, helping other people that needed help at the time. And like, I can give them a better situation. And that's kind of led us to where we are now with Jet Setter. Everyone that gets hired on is like fully vetted, making sure I want to know not just how much money you want to make. I want to know what's your family life like? What's your main goal? What's your goal outside of this company? What do you want to do in five years, 10 years? Where do you want to be? What do you, where do you see your family and stuff like that? So it's, it's always just helping other people. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs eventually get to that place. It sounds like that for you, maybe that was a fairly early on thing, yeah. uh, motivation. Yeah, no, for sure it was. because, And it's funny because people were like, well, man, you were probably making great money at the cleaning company. I didn't touch a dollar of that, that money until I started Jet Setter. So there was about a year and a half of where I didn't get paid through that cleaning company. Oh, yeah. Not saying I didn't get paid at all because I was I was working at the jet, the other jet company like, sure, before yeah. I had my own. But it's no, this all this was making sure it was getting allocated to either employees, marketing or going towards the next thing that I was going to do. So it's yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, it's really just been about helping others. And we're just trying to continue that mission. That's cool, man. Yeah, I think that that's, you know, a year and a half, you know, that I'd say you did a did a phenomenal job there of, of getting it to a profitable place quick enough to be able to, to benefit yourself, even though you're trying to help other people, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss the mark, and they're not even trying to help people. They're (laughs) yeah, they they miss the mark on paying themselves and and just budgeting and finance, not even really trying to help people. But uh, I think that uh, you obviously had a different motivation. But just appreciate the perspective. Let's let's go tactically here. I want to go. You know, you got a cleaning. You had this cleaning business, and of course, Jet Setter. You know, is is a relatively still new company. Obviously, you're crushing it. But uh, tactically speaking, I want to know of a good decision that you made, maybe one or the other in in the business as far as the cleaning company or Jet Setter, but something that would be applicable for the audience. Like you just do this thing over and over and over. It was such a good decision. What is it? Going all in on myself. Okay. Literally going like? all in on myself. So I, w- I basically told myself when I started Jet Setter and I left that cleaning company, I told myself I'm mentally unemployable again. There's no plan B. This has to work. Yeah. I cannot go back to something else. And like when I was flirting with it, hey, if I start this, I can always go back and I can go clean all those accounts or I can go back and work in the gym industry again or I can go do this and this and then one day it was just like an aha moment I was like f that this is it this is gonna work I'm gonna make it work and if it doesn't work this is just a learning curve right here because the next thing I do is going to work and ever since then like I I tell myself that every day I wake up and I just show some gratitude but then I'm like hey don't forget you're mentally unemployable this is going to work today let's win today yeah I love it's a it's a it's a definiteness about yeah. the mindset that it's like you don't have to burn bridges in a negative way of get rid of the ships that were that are yeah. option B C and D it's not not like that but it's no 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 I'm going to make this this work what was that moment though like you said you came to that realization what what happened to make you have that moment my wife was pregnant at the time with my son and I was like man started thinking about it. I was like, okay, I'm having a boy. He's going to go through sports. I'm going to be able, I want to be there for this. I want to be here for that. I want to be here for that. I don't want to be working nine to five. I don't want to be working 10 to seven, whatever. I always say nine to five, but there's no such thing as a nine to five anymore. It's like 10 to yeah. seven, six, whatever the eight hour shift is. And I'm like, no, but I finally, like I, like I said, I told myself, I was like, if I get this going in between the time that she's pregnant and finally get the machine flowing, I'll yeah. be able to have that time. Not saying I'm never going to work because there's times 
last night I was up at 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. working on a trip yeah. for a client, get some sleep, but then I was able to take him to school. I'm able to pick him up. He has something tomorrow with the uh, some fundraiser thing where it's like in the middle of the day and my wife's like, hey, do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I can. So yeah. it's, yeah. yeah, that was really just having that knowing what the future is going to come and putting myself in that position was the main thing. Yeah, that's so good. And it's rich. It's the right thing, but it's it, it. We hear this sometimes, you know, over and over. And for for maybe the listener today, they're they're thinking, I've heard it before. It hasn't become yeah. real to them. But you're right. When you have that moment where it sinks down and you become unemployable, where you're just like, no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah. I'm stopping. I remember that everything you just said. I remember doing that, going, well, if this doesn't work, then I know I can go there. I've got skill sets there. Yeah. Da, 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 all the way around. And it's just no is is the answer eventually. Yeah. What about, what about a bad choice? What'd you do that was just save us some time, man. Help us to skip past your mistake. Had those, had those same conversations we just talked about for a good solid year plus. And it was I, like literally just every day having that conversation. I wish I would have jumped way sooner. Sure. And everyone always says that every time they make a good decision, they're like, man, I could have done this so long ago. But it's, I always tell people, if you're, if you're sitting on, you could sit on million dollar ideas, but they're always just going to be an idea unless you jump and make that, make that decision to just go on on yourself. But that's probably, that was probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made was just waiting, sitting there, waiting, 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 waking up every day, telling myself I'm going to do this and not doing it. Yeah. What, what kept you there? In that, yeah. So I think I think the main thing was, uh, like I said, had a fear, but waking up every single day and telling myself, like, no, I can't do this. Well, I, I could do this, and it probably would work out. But it was finally it came full circle. It was like, man, I finally made that jump. It did work out. What if I would have done this 365 days ago? I'd be a year ahead right now. And then you start having different conversations, like, oh my goodness, stop having that conversation because if you start having that, you're gonna think, oh, I could have been this far, this, but no, just yep. Start where you are now and just keep going. Yeah, it's so, so simple, but yet so profound. You know, I find myself saying that often, but really it is the things that really move the needle for us yeah. that are just like that. We, we know this, we all know yeah. this. There's, there's yeah. guys right now that have already initially jumped, but there's something in their business that they've been meaning to do or go all in on or whatever it is that you're, that it's kind of in, in alignment here and, and they're waiting for whatever reason. I don't know, but maybe not after, after today's show, maybe they'll jump. What, to, what process, so we talked about good and bad decision here pretty quickly, but I want to know like at this level of the game, like you've, you've gone all in, you've had multiple businesses, you've got a family, yep. what process or what steps do you follow when trying to make a good decision today? Always do the right thing for our clients, regardless of everything that's going on. It always just comes like outside of the, outside of our family when it's just strictly business. Every, yeah. Well, even with our family, I always do the right thing. But sure. if we're talking strictly business, it's like always do the right thing for the client. Things happen in our industry. Airplanes break down. For people who fly commercial, when they say, hey, your flight's been delayed. Hey, your flight's been canceled. That's, all that stuff still happens in our industry as well. And usually when it happens to, I'd say, an average person who flies commercial. I flew commercial last week. There was a delay. In my head, it was like, okay, there's a delay. Cool. We'll get back on there. Clients that are our level of the top two to 5%, I always say two to five because the 1% own their own jet. Sure. They don't like hearing the word. No, they don't like hearing delays. They don't like hearing something happen. So that's kind of, that's, that's pretty hard to talk to a client about that, but it's always, Hey, we're going to do the right thing for you. Uh, whether the aircraft breaks down, I got to find you a new one and it's going to cost me seven grand more. I'm always going to do the right thing. And that's kind of what we pride ourselves on is do the right thing. And we'll never leave you stranded on a tarmac. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and I know you mentioned briefly there for the family, but since we, since you went there for half second, what about family decisions? Obviously you're married, like do the right thing. What does that mean inside of a home for you? So it's funny. My, we've all kind of molded into our own different personalities and everyone knows like when it's family time, when it's work time, I have two different ringers on my call forwarding. So the family knows when the business line's ringing, my kids know, Hey, Oh, jet setter, this is daddy. <laughs> like they, my son answers the phone the same way I do, but he knows if it's a personal call and I could just sit there and flip the phone over, but they know in the middle of the night, if someone's calling it, it means business. So when it's time for family time, it's time for family time. When it's time for business time, it's time for business time. And even my five-year-old knows that. So that's the cool thing about the past couple of years. They've been along this whole journey with me. They've seen yeah. the slow days. They've seen the fast days. They've seen me at Disneyland with my son the first time sitting on main street with my computer out, sending something to a client before I had yeah. a team. Like it was, they've, they've seen it all. So they, they kind of, we all know how we operate. They know how our business operates. It's, it's cool to see. It's cool that my family knows that and they, they, they get it. It's not, oh, dad's on the phone again. It's, oh, hey, dad's going to book a trip or, hey, dad's going to do this. Hey, if that'll be done in 10 minutes so we can go out here and do this. Right. Right. Yeah. Different. You're building a different expectation. <clears throat> I want to parlay this. I don't go this, I don't go this way very often, but obviously we're both young guys. We've got young kids. This conversation of being our children or, or, yeah. you know, putting them in a position to be able to, you know, do things even greater than us. Right. You probably very similar to me came from a place where it's, you know, maybe we're already past where we came from. And so that's the yeah. idea, right. Is to have our children go past, but what do you, what do you feel like you're doing? Or is there a, a maybe a process there or a, a mindset maybe of like the, the strategic things that you're like building in your children so that they can take over your company or be whatever it is that they're meant to be, or go past you, stand on your shoulders, however you want to say it. You know what I mean? What are you, what are you doing so as a dad? It's funny. So like we, we, me and my son, we've kind of built this whole thing around not like jet around me being able to take my son to school, pick him up from school. My wife's a teacher. I let her know two years ago. I was like, Hey, if you want to, you want to be a stay at home mom, you're more than welcome to. And she's all, I love, love teaching kids. Like I, I she teaches preschool. She just yeah. loves it. And she's like, I would be bored because she gets bored during summer. And she even had that moment where she was like, you know, I could, nah, I'm bored. I, I got to work. <laughs> but on the other hand, she misses the kids during the day. But back yeah. to that, my daughter, she's only, She's not even one yet. She'll be one in December. But like the conversations we have with my son, it it really catapulted, I'd say a year ago when he was three turning four, I realized how much of a sponge he was because not everyone in my family is an entrepreneur. Some of them are nine to fivers. They do their stuff. But his, his grandfather was at the house and they were playing Mario Kart and he came in second and his grandpa was like, Hey, practice makes perfect. And he's like, no, grandpa, practice makes better. We got to get better. And I was like, he's listening because <laughs> I say that all the time. And then, and then you start realizing they're, they're, you're molding them. So you got to make sure you're saying the right thing. So when he goes to yeah. school every day, the teacher's like, Hey, Elijah, what's today? And he's like, it's a great day to be great. And just walks in and I'm like, man, okay. Got to keep That's making sure. Cause you're not going to sit there and say, Hey son, you're going to be a successful business owner. He's, he's five right. years old. But if yeah. you're saying the right things and he's having the right mindset as he's slowly, gradually getting older, I think that'll, that'll pay off in the long run. So 
Yeah. Every, I mean, I've got girls and, and my, and a son who's about the same age as yours. And all I could think about when you were telling that story, oh, that's my dude. You know, that's my little dude, you know, yeah. he's, he's marrying you. He's, he's, he's literally processing all the things that you're depositing in him. Such like when you put it in that way, like when I'm building this human, yeah, it is heavy. Like you got to take that stuff seriously. And, and then it puts you in perspective of, Oh my goodness. Like all these kids that, just don't, they don't have the direction. You know, I didn't know my dad growing up, man, all these abilities that are being missed because they don't have what your son has and how much further along potentially he can be just because he's got incredible mindset on a daily, you know? And it's crazy too, that we're talking about family like that, because when we were younger and whether it's whatever parent you grew up with, I, I grew up with my mom and my stepdad, but when I was in middle school or even fifth grade or even into high school. Now you can't go over to so-and-so's house. I, I'd rather you guys just come here. And you don't think of it like, why? Who cares? That's my friend. But you, they see the bigger picture of what up, upbringing they have over there and over here. And I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like, hey, I want to go to so-and-so's party. I was like, you know what? I kind of see how that family, I don't think that's a good idea. And it finally comes full circle when you're the parent. Yeah. And th- that, that trips me out too sometimes. So it's funny friends that we have in the inner circle that we have kind of all have the same mindset. They're either in masterminds, they're in different industries. They're always trying to level themselves up, but you see that in their kids as well, especially when the kids are hanging out and they're competitive. They're not sitting there cussing at each other, yelling at each other. Oh man, you could have done better on this one. And they help each other. And I'm like, Oh man, this is us in business and masterminds doing that. Just not in video games and stuff like that. Seriously. Yeah. That's a pretty incredible picture. I think that if, if every high level owner, had that in mind, like, right. Okay. Let me get three, four, five other people close by that live by and where we can actually have kids and stuff together. And then the kids do the same thing, man. It's it, that just sounds like a, you know, a little, a little business unit, a little business mastermind. And in, in, funny uh, thing about that is the old house that I lived in two years ago for our first like family house, we lived on a cul-de-sac and a kid I grew up lived at the end of the cul-de-sac and then his next door neighbor business owner owns three different companies. We all kind of met and kind of just became good friends. Well, yeah. fast forward to the pandemic hit. We all started hanging out every day. Yeah. Then a year into the pandemic, one of them moved. And I was like, oh man, he moved. And I was like, okay, I got another baby on the way. I'm moving too. And then the other dude was like, dude, my, we got good value in my house. We all moved within a mile of each other. <laughs> so we're back in the same we're back in the same realm and it's just, we hang out three to four times a week and all of our yeah. kids are roughly around the same age, which is awesome too. So yeah, there's, there's power in that. That that's hard to curate for sure, but there, there's absolute power. My encouragement to the listener would be that there's people around you and, and they may not have, you know, millions and millions and millions, and maybe they're like you where they haven't cracked the first million yet, but get around somebody that has some positive mindset and has uh, some challenge in their blood just where, you know, they're just going to help you raise you up because it's tough. What we do is tough. Uh, not only as dads, of course, husbands, but but the business on top of those things, yeah. uh, it can it can it can take a toll. So you need a village. Okay, so I've got a, a speed round here. A couple of questions I want to throw at you in the jet setter business. I'm curious if you could only track one metric, dial the whole thing all the way down. What would that one metric be? How often a client goes onto Google and types in private jet. That's been, that's been the hardest thing to kind of wrap our heads around because we do get a lot of our clients from Google. We do get them a lot from referrals. We get them a lot from, there's, there's so many different ways of, uh, 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 yeah. there's so many different ways of how we get our lead generation, 
but I, I've always been curious to the actual flyers, how often they really just sit there and type in, Hey, private jet who pops up. Yeah. Yeah. That would be maybe some, another level of Google analytics. I don't know. <clears throat> and by the time you figure it out, the SEO on, on TikTok will have taken over. So exactly. Yep. <laughs> Yep. That'll be the, yep. Okay. What, what book would you recommend or maybe a resource would you recommend for a six figure business owner specifically? Oh, I've been reading books a lot lately, but I would definitely say, I, I would say the core people who probably listen to this know who Andy Priscilla is. Yeah. I started listening to Andy Priscilla when the MFCEO, the MFCEO project came out five, six years ago, because one of my buddies was on his episode at the very beginning. That was strictly just for entrepreneurship. Now he's into real AF, which is a lot of politics and stuff. And he's given us two cents every day, but he's bringing back the MFC, you know, for entrepreneurs. I would say go back and listen to all 300 episodes of those because that, that was like my holy grail every morning, boom, this and that. And I implemented so much in the cleaning company and the jet setter into everything I did on the daily with the MFCO project. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. I love, I love every now and then I, I got a guy like you that, you know, of course there's lots of great books, but man, we just, some today there's just so many different options. You can learn in so many different ways. So I just appreciate that. And oh, you're right. Okay. If there's a book. If there's a book, I would say one of either the two of uh, Tim Grover's books, oh, winning yeah. or relentless. Is it relentless? Yeah. 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 yeah relentless yeah, yeah. and winning. Either one of those two books or in order. Yeah, no, uh, Tim Grover, phenomenal recommendation, but it's, it's okay to, to, to be in a podcast world or in a YouTube world, I mean, geez, a lot of our a lot of our consumption education wise is on YouTube today. So, okay, <clears throat> I've got I got an operational question for you. If you only had one hour to work inside your business, literally only one hour every single week, what would you do in that one hour to operate your business successfully? Follow up. Okay. Follow up with follow up with clients. Follow up with clients. Okay. I would sit there for one hour and follow up with every single client. And it, like the one thing that always sticks with me is I always tell the employees the most money, the FU money is in follow-up money. And that's what the FU stands for, follow-up. Yeah. That's where the money is. Because you get so caught up and it's, hey, I sent you a quote for a trip that's coming up and it may have gone to spam folder, whatever. You forgot about it. I forgot about it. Boom, you get this deal the next day and you're totally, you're just not even in the wind anymore. You send them a quick email, you call them, boom, hey, hey man, just want to make sure no, it was actually in my spam folder. Oh, so you didn't even get it. I love it. Sign it. Boom. It's it's always there. It's yeah. always there. And whenever I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, it's a, we're halfway through the month and we're kind of trajectory. Our trajectory is not where it, I thought it was going to be. Everyone get on the phone. Mm -hmm. Give me two hours. Get on the phones. Call every single lead that you send a client to or send them a follow-up email right now. It's funny how much business comes out of that day. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. There's always, there's always deals that fall through the cracks and follow up as, yeah, as you said, it's where the money is for sure. Okay. I've got, got a, got one last question here for you. Yep. You've been, you've been, you've been really incredible. Thank you for uh, just giving. If you could whisper in the younger Mike's ear, what would you say? Get started today. Get started today. Cause I know at whatever point in my life, whether it was, I was in high school thinking about doing something or I was, fresh out of high school thinking, should I do this? I was always having that conversation that lasted way longer than it should have of getting started. So I would just say, hey, get started today. Whatever it is that's on your mind right now and you've been thinking about for the past 24 hours to 365 days, get started today. Yes, so good. 
how can the how can a listener find you? Maybe they or someone that they know needs to rent a jet, or maybe they just want to reach out to you, pick your brain as an entrepreneur. How can they find you? If you need anything regarding a jet, you can go on the number two jetset.com, www.2jetset.com. I'm I don't use Facebook as much as I used to. We do for for different things for Jetsetter, but if you want yeah. to contact me personally, Instagram uh, at yeah. Mike Howard three, so Mike Howard and then the number three, and then that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Perfect. We'll put them in the show notes as well. People can easily find you. And I'm sure there's plenty of trips coming up that people need beautiful private jets for. So Mike, you've been incredible. Thank you for being here. Blessings on your family, your business. And we just really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Likewise, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Gathering the Kings. We hope you got a ton of value today and learned a thing or two about taking your business to seven figures and beyond. If you desire more and want a community around you to help you get there, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. That's gatheringthekings.com. And I want you to apply for our next Becoming a King 90-Day Intensive. We are extremely exclusive by nature as a group. What that means is that we're really wanting only the entrepreneurs who take their business and targets super serious to apply. So if that's you, you think you got what it takes to level up your business, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com and apply. And we will see you on the other side.